Hello and welcome back to another episode of Linklaters Indonesia podcast series. I am Kevin, and for today's episode, we will be discussing on Indonesia's new personal data protection law. Today, I am joined by Yolanda, our partner in the Jakarta corporate team. Hello, everyone. Glad to be here today. Hello, Yolanda. Nice to have you here today. So before we go into more details on today's topic, to provide some background, so not so recent ago in October 2022, the Indonesian government finally issued the long-awaited personal data protection law, or what we usually call the PDP law. This was a landmark in the development of Indonesia's data protection regime, as this law became the first overarching personal data protection law. While this PDP law is not really new, this remains a very interesting topic, particularly considering that there is still a transitional period until October 2024 before this law is fully enforced. So in this session, we will discuss on what are the key changes introduced by the PDP law, how the business players have adapted in this past one year, the current enforcement trend, and also what new development to expect in the future. So to start, Yolanda, maybe we can start with explaining what are the significant changes introduced by this PDP law. Sure, Kevin. Uh, as you mentioned, the PDP law is the first overarching personal data protection law in Indonesia. So this means that this law applies for all types and all categories of personal data, unlike the previous regulations. Comparatively, the regulations prior to the issuance of uh, the PDP law are quite spread between several technical or reg sectoral regulations, which accordingly have limited coverage. For example, those regulations only cover electronic data or applies only for financial services sector. Okay, so does that mean that the PDP law now make all the old regulations no longer valid? Uh, no. Rather, the PDP law provides that the pre-existing regulations will remain valid to the extent that they do not contravene the provisions of the PDP law. So uh, we can say that these uh, pre-existing technical and sectoral regulations still supplement the PDP law for the time being. Ah, understood. So maybe let's go into more details of the provisions. Uh, how much different is the requirements under the new PDP law compared to the pre-existing regulations? And I think it's it's also noted that there are some concepts borrowed from the GDPR. So how similar is our PDP law compared to the GDPR? Right. Uh, there are various new concepts introduced under the PDP law. And while there are several useful additions, uh, for example, the PDP law now introduces several alternative bases for processing other than content of the subject, on the other hand, there are more stringent requirements now introduced, for example, on the cross-border transfer. And to also answer your second question, some of these new changes are also borrowed from the GDPR. That said, uh, we cannot say that the new PDP law entirely copies the GDPR, 
as there are remains some specific provisions provided only under the PDP law and the implementing regulations that are yet to be issued. Okay, you, you mentioned about alternative legal basis, so maybe let's first talk about that. We, we know that before the PDP law, consent, express consent was the only basis for data processing. What are the alternatives now under the PDP law? Yes, it is correct that the consent was the only legal basis before the PDP law. And it remains as one of the legal basis under the PDP law. Although um, the PDP law now provides more flexibility, as consent no longer needs to be in writing, but can also be in a recording format. And other than consent, the PDP law adopts similar legal basis as provided under the GDPR. They are first contractual obligations, legal obligations under the law, vital interest, performance of public duties, and last one, other legitimate interest. I think it's it's good to hear that we have now more flexible basis for processing because I think we I understand and it's it's known in the public that in the past it may not be that practical to always get written consent from data subject. So maybe now move on to the second point you mentioned that there are more stringent requirements introduced under the PDP law. So what are these? Uh, there are several new and more stringent requirements under the PDP law. It is worth noting that the PDP law now introduced the concept of data controller and data processor, which is similar with the GDPR. These mainly are imposed uh, on the data controller. A bit there are also few, although more limited, requirements imposed on the data processor. Yes. So maybe let's discuss on some example of this requirement, particularly the one imposed on the data controller. Earlier, you mentioned about cross-border transfer. So I know that currently there is already a requirement imposed for cross-border transfer, particularly there's a reporting requirement pre and post transfer to the Ministry of Communications and Informatics. And I think for financial institution banks and insurance companies, for example, there are also additional requirements imposed by, by the OJK. So what have changed under this PDP law? Sure. The PDP law now requires the recipient to have equivalent standard of personal data protection. This can either be achieved by way of the receiving jurisdictions having equivalent or higher standard of personal data protection compared to the PDP law, or there is a sufficient and binding personal data protection standard, which is applicable to the recipient. For example, um, in the form of an agreement, if these requirements cannot be met, then consent from the top subject is required. So one interesting point you mentioned is that there are some standards that need to be met. So who will be the one responsible to assess these standards? Because currently we we don't really have any specific regulatory body for personal data protection. 
the PDP law mandates the establishment of a personal data protection institution. And uh, this institution will be the one responsible to assessing those data protection standards in addition to other authorities vested by the PDP law. However, uh, right now, the institution has not been established. Is there any info on when this institution is going to be established? Unfortunately, no. Although we expect that uh, it should be established before October next year, when the transitional period will end. I see. Okay, maybe now we do need to go through the additional requirements one by one. But I think one interesting question is that now the PDP law has been issued for one year. And there is still another year until the transitional period ends in October 2024. So how does the PDP law being implemented and enforced in practice so far? As you rightly mentioned, there is a transitional period until two years within which the implementing regulations as mandated by the PDP law should have been issued and the personal data protection institution should have been established. So during this transitional period, we expect that the government will not be strictly enforcing the new requirements. We also have seen this in practice recently. For example, uh, there were several data breach cases occurring last year, but so far, the government has not imposed any sanctions to the relevant controllers. Okay, so I think that's on the enforcement by the government side, but how does the controllers or how does the processor are adjusting with the new requirements under the PDP law so far? In general, we have not seen uh, actually significant changes in practice. It seems that the controllers and processors are still assessing the changes and is also waiting for the implementing regulations to be issued. I think to give you an example, on the legal basis for processing, in general, controllers are still mainly relying on consent. This is also due to the legacy of the pre-existing regulations. But also given the absence of the um, implementing regulations, which would elaborate further the requirements and restrictions on how the alternative basis can be used. And similarly on data protection officer or cross-border transfer, as the implementing regulation has not been issued, controllers are still waiting for further guidelines. I see. So, so there remains a, a bit of a wait and see until this new implementing regulation and also the transition period, period ends. Now, before we end our episode today, uh, do you have any any specific points that the business players need to look out for in the coming months? Of course, uh, we will need to see the implementing regulations finally issued. Last month, uh, the government issued a draft government regulation and undertaken a public consultation process. This draft provides a relatively comprehensive implementing guideline, although we still see some gaps. So hopefully this will be rectified during the preparation process 
and when the final version is enacted, um, which is hopefully by end of this year or early next year. We also need to see how the sectoral regulators will be aligning the regulations with the PDP law. We have seen certain regulator, for example, Bank Indonesia, issuing new regulations to accommodate new concepts under the PDP law. Okay. Thank you, Yolanda. This has been a very interesting discussion. And hopefully our listeners would find this useful too.